<laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rabbit Weasel Podcast. This is episode 34. Uh, happy Halloween, 34. everybody. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Yeah, we're finally there. This will probably, probably a couple days before Halloween because no one's going to watch it after or listen to it after, right? But uh, this is our fifth and final episode of the Halloween season. So, we did it, it one each week. Yeah. Let's go. That's very, I'm a little tired, <laughs> but we did it. So this one, like uh, last year, last year, what we did, we did one, it was just about, well, what did we do last year now that I'm trying to remember? Oh, Halloween memories uh-huh. for the episode. We did Halloween memories. And this year we're doing another one, kind of just an informal conversation. We're not talking about any particular movie. We're just talking about uh, scary memories from being from being a kid. So we're kind of continuing the nostalgia theme, right? Um, as I said, as I've said before, I'll leave it up to you guys to decide what's appropriate here. We'll try and keep it a little lighthearted. No, too real life trauma. All right, <laughs> I don't think I left any trauma things on here. There's one that's borderline, but I it was like the earliest terror, uh, so it has to be it has to be included. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. I saw. So um, with that, uh, well, I'm Jared, as always, your host. Um, I should say that was my brother, Justin. Justin, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty well, man. It's uh, yeah, I've enjoyed this marathon sprint we've done of one a week, and uh, me and I are settling into some kind of fall routines. We're gonna have a Halloween party um on an actual halloween day and uh, it's going to be party party theme <laughs> we're going to wear costumes and uh i'm pretty excited uh so yeah doing pretty well this way man great glad to hear it and mia how are you doing i'm doing well i'm also excited just to have a overall just kind of like chat about halloween fears or childhood fears childhood fears yeah yeah scare you Okay. Child. <laughs> so, yeah, it should be uh, should be fun. Uh, I think we should do more of these kind of episodes. Now that we were, uh, when I was writing stuff down, I thought of more ideas. You know, mostly movies, but some of these kind of open conversations about stuff is uh, are interesting. Yeah, I would love to do some stuff also just on like the role of horror films, how it's useful, and kind of uh helping people think about the full range of things that could happen um what it teaches us so i would definitely be game for some like more just informal conversations too sure so we're going to do kind of take two paths here the first one is just early memories of being scared the first things that scared you and i suspect because we might be very very little a lot of these are going to be lame they're going to be very lame because you're a little kid. And what scares little kids is silly to adults, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll still be kind of fun. I think we can have some laughs. And then after that, I want to get into like uh, media that scared you, whether that was books, cartoons, uh, video games, that sort of stuff. And we'll just see how this goes. All right. Um, so who wants to go first? Justin or Mia? Who wants to go first? Ooh. Uh, ladies first I think Um, yeah all right Mia so tell us something that or how about this what was the um, do you remember the first time what's your oldest memory of being scared okay my oldest memory of being scared 
it has to be and will always be, I guess. And I think I talked about this last time. It's uh, Chucky. It's the trailer for <laughs> Chucky. <laughs> yeah. Because it, if it, it, so it's like imagine that cover of Poltergeist with the little girl standing right in front of the, like that old TV, and I'm watching it, and it's the uh, the commercial for the trailer for Chucky, and it's so terrifying. I'm yelling to my dad cover my ears, cover my ears, cover my ears, because I'm so scared of watching it instead of covering my eyes. I'm like, cover my ears. I'm so terrified. It's just inanimate objects terrify me, especially like I love dolls growing up. And so that to me was just terrifying to having something that is beloved to me and that I wouldn't think would hurt me. Yeah, be a master o killer. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of a you know, I think early, actually, mine's going to be something like that, too. You know, your first experiences of fear are kind of like, um, oh, I didn't know that was dangerous. Yeah. or I didn't know that could be dangerous. So I see that for you. And that movie came out in 1988. So you were very young. <laughs> yeah. Very, very young to see a child's play trailer. Yeah. So really, you think that was your your first memory, first time you can remember being scared? I think so. Um, I've had other memories of just like, so I'm originally from Mexico and one of the big things, or, you know, one of the urban legends that they talk about is La Llorona, which is, you know, the myth of the lady that drowned her kids and that now wanders the streets screaming for her children. And I mean, that's pretty scary. Yeah. Yeah, it was like terrifying because people do it, you know, just to scare other people. And because the houses are are like they're made out of cement, so they're like, you know, they're sort of joined together. You can hear some of your neighbors, you know, and sometimes just random noises at night can terrify you. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> that and the the guy that my mom kept telling me was gonna shove me in his bag if I didn't behave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. <laughs> the man with the bag some man with a bag so <laughs> kind of on the same topic we mentioned you know things realizing or thinking something can hurt you that you didn't think about before this is a weird story uh not weird it's actually kind of stupid but um i i honestly think my very first time being scared or one of the first times was uh justin think back to our the first house we had as a little kid and we must have been young because we left that when I was pretty young uh I was on the trampoline in the backyard mm-hmm. and mom was riding around on the lawnmower cutting grass somehow she ran over um maybe it was a sweet gum one of those things but she ran over something and the lawnmower shot it a long way and it somehow managed to hit me oh my and God. yeah I wasn't hurt I mean it it felt painful but it was, I was just terrified. And I think it was the idea that, oh, your mother can hurt you. That doesn't seem oh, right when you're however old I was, right? You know, because your parents at that age are like gods, right? Valerie, uh, I can't believe you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think, I wonder if she remembers that story. But uh, yeah, I remember going up to her and it wasn't the pain. I was just like, you, you hurt me. How could you do that? You know? <laughs> so that may have been uh maybe that's where my distrust of authority comes from uh, I don't like yeah <laughs> i don't think it uh, come environmentally it's too right. common in the family 
So, uh, Justin, you want to give us one of yours? Yeah. Um, so I have two um, at the old house that that come to mind that I want to share uh, to get us started. So one is uh, mom and dad had friends who's uh, who I won't out, um, and they had a young boy, a young son, a few years older than me. He was more he was more of a teenager, I guess. Yes. Um, and I, I have a memory of him uh, having this mask and it's a green, a green monster mask with shaggy hair kind of out everywhere. And it's got the eye holes cut out. And I remember him like coming around a door or something. And I thought he was a real monster chasing me to the back of the house and terrified. Um, <laughs> and uh uh, he gave me the mask uh, because I was so frightened uh, afterwards to show me that it wasn't real. Uh, so I remember that one. Um, and the other one, is, I think my other, well, I'll just go with the first time I was afraid. That's the earliest I can remember being afraid. I'll only tell one for now to to play by the okay. rules, but that's the earliest I remember being afraid. And I didn't put it on my list, but that's also one of my earliest fears because after you were scared with it, you decided to continue. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That does seem yeah. like <laughs> And then he would chase me around the house with it. So how do we deal with our pain, everybody? We inflict it on others. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the problem with pain, it gets passed on. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I also remember that mask. That was a freaky, I mean, I'm sure if I saw it now, it wouldn't be that scary but i remember it being pretty scary monster face i wish i could find a picture of it i think we do have a picture of it somewhere yeah. oh, i will find it on the fly but one does exist because then i would wear it all the time and yeah and there's one <laughs> i'm in pajamas and wearing it in some picture somewhere yeah so mask masks are always scary um so i guess back one to me um yeah i don't have to I remember being in the store with, again, with mom, uh, probably Walmart or something and uh, not following as closely as I should and looking up and she's no longer in the aisle. And so then I go to the next aisle and she's not there either. And for a brief moment, you feel like, oh, mom has vanished. I'm completely alone um, in the store. Suddenly the world is very scary. There was that one. Um, but I guess one a little more interesting was we always went to, when we were young, we would go on vacation to Ripley's Believe It or Not Museums. You remember those, Justin? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, we, went, we went to the one in Gatlinburg and in Myrtle Beach. Yeah, so it was one of those two. Uh, and those places were creepy. I mean, you would have like two-headed animals. You would have torture devices. You would have all kinds of stuff. Well, then Going back from cemetery. now. Hmm? They had the whole cemetery section, too. Um, it was like the creepy part. Yeah. So I think we went back to those a few years ago and they weren't as great as we remember. But as a kid, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, and one of them, maybe you remember this, it was like um, uh, an electric chair and you pull the switch. That, so there you see a man sitting in the electric chair and you pull the switch and then it like electrocutes him and he jumps around and screams. Yeah, that was pretty scary. <laughs> all that uh, and it was pretty frightening actually the thing that i remember from those was kind of the humorous horror part i mean i don't know that it 
yeah the humorous horror part of all the uh, tombstones and like it's like you know here's someone that like slipped on a banana peel or like they had like little clever things that were supposed to be real uh that were written on headstones that were kind of dark but kind of funny yeah yeah little uh little poems that were morbidly humorous <laughs> yeah those are fun I, I loved um i got really big into ripley's for a while uh i had some of the books yeah. um Ripley's is a lot of fun. Looking back, I'm not sure how much of it to believe or not. But uh, <laughs> uh, Mia, do you have any any more from like small childhood experiences or? Um, just like the boogeyman was a big one for me. And then the, um, as I got a little bit older, like in middle school, we started reading Goosebump books. And mm. so some of those and uh, Slappy. The ventriloquist, ventriloquist dummies are just, you know, that one was definitely, ahead. you're skipping oh, ahead sorry, to the media, sorry, you're sorry. skipping He's ahead, asking. Ah. I'm not uh, well, how about this, were, did either of you have, uh, were you afraid of monsters under your bed? No, mm, I don't remember being afraid of things under my bed, maybe things in the closet, no, mm. but I don't think, so under- I have a good story for that, uh, that I just thought of, so the Berenstain Bears, <laughs> yeah, Berenstain what? Bears, uh, hold on, I'll explain Classic to you. Horror. Classic horror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about uh, There was this little Berenstein Bears toy I had. It was like a book. And uh, well, it wasn't really a book. It was just, it, it had buttons that said words or sentences. So you could make your own little story. Like Mama Bear went to the store. Mm. Okay, very simple stuff. Um, but like many toys, eventually it ends up in the closet and you kind of forget about it until it starts talking to you in the middle of the night um (laughs) yeah i remember laying in bed and then this toy i hadn't touched in a long time just would say some of its words you know (laughs) and i'm sure it has i'm sure it has something to do with the batteries running down or whatever but yeah it scares you when suddenly the berenstein bears are talking to you in the middle of the night um, a lot of people had that problem with Furbies. Do you guys remember that? Furbies would start oh, talking. Yeah, I do. I don't think I ever owned a Furby, but I do remember them. Yeah. 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 So that that's yeah, I remember that one being creepy. I also have a memory, and maybe I was dreaming, but I really think maybe it was one of our neighbors messing with us. Um, so Justin, the old our old bedrooms, our first bedrooms, we've talked about how we moved all around the house, but um uh, the one next to the bathroom that I was originally in. Mm-hmm. I have a memory of laying in bed one night and hearing someone or something just knocking on the window, like really fast, maybe five or six times. I don't know what that was. It scared the hell out of me and nothing else came from it, but I did. <laughs> Usually you don't dream sounds, you know, mm-hmm. you dream wow. visuals, but uh, I think maybe it was one of our punk neighbors coming by and just trying to scare me or something. But it, it worked. <laughs> the guy with the mask. It's the guy with the, it's the mask. guy with the mask coming yeah. back for a bit. Um, I had one from the old house that I that I wanted to share that uh, that we've talked about uh, that is uh, dad's doing. Um, and so when I was growing up, I liked camping. I still like camping. We go camping with our friends in tents. But for my birthday, what we would do when we were younger is I would have my couple guy friends over and we would camp out in the backyard. And this uh, this one particular year, we, I mean, we couldn't have been eight or nine. Um, 
and i re remember we we're like laying out in the tent and it's fairly late and then all of a sudden you hear the someone walking uh through the woods and we're like all like kind of freaking out and looking out and you can see because of the lights you can see the shadow you can see somebody like walking up and like ah, what are we gonna do what are we gonna do and we're like no it's not a person it's probably just a dog and then you like see the shadow again you're like oh no and then all of a sudden you're ah! and it was dad uh had snuck out and was scaring us which was uh which was great he got us pretty good um and the other one that I wanted to mention was we had a babysitter growing up. Yes. And so uh, let's spend some time on this one because these are, and I want to see, I know what you're about to bring up. Sorry to cut you off, but I want to spend some time nice. on this one. Yeah. Because, cool. yeah, I, I, I don't remember this as clearly as you. So I'd love to hear your side of it. Uh, please yeah. continue. Yeah. So what I recall is that uh, our babysitter was this woman named Brenda, and we would stay at her house. Um, and um, I remember her telling stories about the house she used to live in, um, when she was younger and that she, they, her and her siblings saw things in that house. Um, and that one of them was, well, so first of all, they like heard lots of sounds, she would say. So things would just like come off the walls, things would like break kind of classic haunted house stuff and then the story that i remember is something about being uh in her room and seeing like a little green man that would like try to talk to her and get her to do things um and i remember as a kid <laughs> being fucking terrified about the idea of being in a house where like stuff's falling off the walls and you're seeing little green man and kind of hearing voices. Um, and because of who it was coming from, it was like a trusted authority figure in my life. And who I still believe that was like how she remembered it and how she perceived it. Um, and yeah, that one was, that's that's what I remember from that. Um, are there yeah. other ones that you remember her telling? Well, first, let me again, just so everyone knows, this, these aren't scary stories she was telling us just to spook us out. Like these are her telling us her real experiences or at least what she thought was her experiences I, I don't know how do you explain when people say they have this stuff but um <laughs> yeah I remember one where she said um she got into she was asleep in bed at night and her husband worked late and her husband came home got into bed with her and um so creepy even now. then she turned over and there's no one there but some, someone got into bed with her that she couldn't see. So that one was pretty messed up. Um, yeah, I, I uh, yeah, someone climbed in the bed with her and then no one was there. Man, that's yeah. creepy even now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And um, yeah, so I, I've, uh, I sometime, cause she, she's a very old lady now, but she's still around. I, I'd like to go find her and ask her to tell me those stories again. Cause th this, we need to have those recorded. You'd love um, to I think we should go, we should go visit her uh, sometime. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, so I still don't know how to interpret that because that is definitely one of the weirdest, um, weirdest things that's ever happened to someone just telling me all this stuff. Um, there was one with, so her daughter, um, her daughter also told me a story one time about seeing someone running out of her closet with an ax. Do you remember that one? Oh my goodness. I don't think I, I think I remember about, 
like someone or something running uh, or yeah. like being in a room with someone, but I don't remember that in particular. Yeah, I have just a, a vague memory of someone coming out of her closet with an axe and running away <laughs> or something. Um, so yeah, those are strange stories. And I remember her telling me like, it, it became a very serious thing for me. I think she believed it was demonic mm. or at least evil. Cause I remember her telling me one time she was in church and she felt like the pastor was talking directly to her and they left the house. <laughs> so this was serious okay. enough that they actually like sold the house. Yeah. My understanding was they assumed it was demonic. I mean, that was my, that was my takeaway um, as well. There's uh, so on that, on that note, I don't, I mean, given kind of our backgrounds, I feel like in terms of some of the horror we encountered, the one that I have to just share, which is, some of my earliest memories is of a real thing called hell that exists that if you like didn't follow the right rules you were going to be tortured for all time with in darkness and in fire and in pain forever and i remember going to church with nanny for like one of the earliest times and uh it being kind of a fire and brimstone service and I couldn't have been over like six or seven. Uh, there's maybe five or six. And then like four weeks was scared that I was going to die without becoming a Christian. And I was going to be tormented forever in hell in this real place that I was going to go and burn forever. Um, so in terms of some of my earliest uh, fear memories, um, demon possession was like uh, right up there with like a real place called hell that I might go if I misbehave. Um, and that is terrifying for a five-year-old. That sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. I remember, it's interesting because you mentioned our grandmother. I remember her uh, also telling me once when we were younger that that's one thing she didn't like about church. Now, to be clear, she's a Christian lady and still is, um, but her saying she didn't like when preachers would try and scare people as children or the fire and brimstone style that we're certainly familiar with. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I have to agree with you there for the most part. Uh, I don't know if there's anything scarier than eternal damnation. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, there's a lot of, uh, you know, if you read through the Bible, there's a lot of um, very scary stuff, particularly in Revelations, uh, once you start reading in some of that. And that's why I don't get too worried when people talk about, um, uh, you know, being exposed to scary or violent things, corrupting children. I'm like, have you people read the bible uh the, the bible's really really violent you know uh, there's a lot of scary stuff in there and if you don't think that messes people up um why should whatever scary story uh frighten people you know um it's an open question whether their fire and brimstone messes people up though just <laughs> well that's true <laughs> but i'm just talking about uh the, the hypocrisy there of um this these stories are violent so they're bad but these stories are violent so they're we, good yeah yeah <laughs> and the whole story not to go on the religion thing for too long but uh yeah like just the jesus story is really mm. scary i mean everybody in the western world is so used to it it doesn't affect them but crucifixion is um well, a very intense a torture yeah we would do a, i mean the church we grew up in we didn't go to when we were super super young but I mean, by seven or eight, I mean, we were seeing a yearly reenactment. I mean, I can, I can picture <laughs> Gary 
<laughs> of being playing the role of Jesus and being uh, being crucified uh, in the service that <laughs> we were there. Um, uh, yeah, it was pretty pretty frightening actually. <laughs> and they had these actually, you know, I had forgotten. But do you remember, Jared, that we had these uh, around Halloween? They would do these like hell things like you would go out in the woods and there would be like scenes of hell around you and like that was the thing to go do was yeah. go see the scenes of how you might be tortured if you weren't a christian so instead of like a haunted trail you would have like a walk through hell kind of yeah. thing yeah and at the end um, you would be saved and then you didn't have to go to the real hell oh my god <laughs> okay so let's start moving all right on. all right that's that's all yeah good to... <laughs> that's legitimate trauma though for you right so <laughs> um yeah i i can relate to some extent so uh what else do i have um yes yeah, so all the stuff with our babysitter was really weird but for me um you know just just we're talking a lot about that old house uh just the woods next to our house because we lived in a little suburb um and there was like one more house next to us and after that the road just ended right they just stopped making the road and then there were just woods so it was kind of this weird um what's the right word just this this weird where everything transforms you know one minute you're in civilization you're on the road and then boom if you just keep walking you're in the woods and i'm sure the woods were like 100 feet or something very small but to a little kid it looks like it could just go on forever so um yeah all right anyone else have any uh justin do you have any any more justin or mia about stuff that scared you in general as a kid before we move on to media mm, no no i got some i got some media ones but uh yeah the, the one that we didn't mention is just this notion that I don't know that people do anymore but of like sitting around a campfire I was you know uh either having friends over or uh deer hunting with dad um and people kind of telling horror stories mm. and I can picture a couple of those um being a little scared in the moment and people trying to think about how to come up with the scariest stories and they were mostly just silly with friends I guess with the internet maybe that's not now I guess people just show each other scary videos um mm. But that was that was the only other one that I had kind of thought about. There wasn't specific media, but I remember friends kind of sharing stories and it being kind of fun and scary. Well, one to kind of make the transition. Uh, have you are you guys familiar with the Taylor Poe story? No, no. Taylor Poe. Uh, I heard this once in elementary school. I was very young. I don't know, seven or eight. And it's just this scary story about a man that lives along in the woods and he cuts off the tail of something he doesn't see when he's out hunting and then it comes back and sort of terrorizes him uh very good creepy story but i heard that in class and it freaked me out for a long time and so one thing about where we lived in the house we moved to when we were a little older probably when i was like six um it was kind of off the main road we lived a little bit off into the woods you know so the school bus driver would drop me off at the top of the road and then it's how long is that road a thousand feet justin oh yeah at least yeah yeah yes so it's a probably they drop us off at the top of the road and then we have to walk down to our house uh through some woods and stuff like that and as i'm walking that story is just playing in my head <laughs> over and over again about this monster from the woods that comes in but yeah with that we're kind of moving into scary stories and stuff that freaked you out um 
So I think the first one we should talk about, I think everyone can relate to is, uh, well, I wrote down Goosebumps. I'm, I'm assuming both of you watched Goosebumps. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, we did. We, I read the books and watched the TV series. Yeah, so talking about Goosebumps, um, I think this is for everyone around our age can relate to this. So I have some, um, well, I'll take first pick then. Yeah. Mine is The Haunted Mask. You guys remember Haunted Mask with Carly Beth? Mm -mm. Uh, you, you might remember it when I tell you about it. Um, so I saw this at my friend's house when I was really young. Um, this is the one the girl gets a Halloween mask and it basically becomes harder and harder for her to take it off oh. until she can't take it off and starts yeah. taking over her personality. Yeah, that one freaked me out as a kid. And also there's one scene near the end or maybe it was in the second part where all the masks come like floating through the night to chase after her. Yeah, Goosebumps scared me out. So anybody got a scary Goosebumps story? Oh, Mia, I know which, which one you want to say. Yeah. Which one do you Slappy. Get? Slappy the Slappy dummy. The yeah. dummy. All right. So what do you remember about Slappy the dummy? Uh, yeah, being really creepy. You know, I it's just, I guess, like, I have a thing for, like, inanimate objects that are supposed to be, like, kid-friendly and they're not supposed to harm you. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be my safe space. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> so I, I just thought he was really creepy. Um, Slappy was murderous, wasn't he? Yes, or at least implied um, that he was. I haven't rewatched it in a long time. But Slappy became kind of like the main, uh, the mascot of Goosebumps. There's been like 10 Slappy books now, you know. But uh, so he was, um, if I remember, Slappy was possessed by a spirit or something. And the spirit could actually leave him and go to different ones, uh, different bodies. But uh, yeah, the ventriloquist stuff is always very scary. There was a one from the Twilight Zone. The earliest one I can think of is there's a 1945 anthology film called Dead of Night that has a evil ventriloquist dummy. Oh, wow. So that's something that's been around for a while. Yeah. yeah. So Slappy, yes, of course, he, he was scary. Um, yeah, something like, something about, I think, um, something that you're supposed to trust is turning on you, right? And of course, there's the, I remember from that story, no one believes you, like something evil's happening and you get blamed for it. Uh, what about you, Justin? Do you remember any Goosebumps stories that freaked you out? I don't have any specific ones. No, I, uh, I should have gone and looked at some, but I, I don't have any specific ones. The thing that uh, sticks with me is Are You Afraid of the Dark, actually. Uh, mm. There are a couple there that, um, I'm still remember a lot of the details, but uh, the, there's there's one with like a old old woman who turns out to be i don't know what it was hunting little children or something um but there was like really really creepy and a, being afraid of the dark was kind of one of my early fears so uh it stuck with me but yeah i don't think i have any goosebump ones that i can remember off the top of my head actually um so we'll get into are you afraid of the dark in a second there are two more goosebump stories i'd like to tell uh one of them was I think it was called The Scarecrow Walks at Midnight, where they go live with, uh, they go visit their grandma or aunt and uncle, and the scarecrows on the farm are coming to life. Mm -hmm. And there was the other one, I think, called How to Kill a Monster, where, again, in a house, in the swamp or something, and there's a monster in the house, of course, and they have to kill it. 
And uh, pretty good special effects in that one. I remember it being very scary. Look that one up. So yeah, Goosebumps. Um, of course, as an adult, you know, it's not going to have too much of an impact on you. But when you're a really little kid, it does. Um, you should watch so are you a- and do like, an, like a Goosebumps anthology episode. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, I want to do a review of all the Goosebumps stuff at some point. Because I also was really big into, did you read the books, Justin? I, I did not. I did not. Mm. I only read a couple, but I did. I know that you read most of them, if I remember right, but I did not. Uh, I didn't read too many of them. Yeah. So my big thing with Goosebumps was the choose your own adventure stories called You, you mm. Choose the Scare. I love those. I had like probably 40 of them, and I think I still do. Um, so Mia, any other um, Goosebumps that you remember other than uh, Slappy? No, I'm sure there were some, but like that I remember that was like terrifying enough for me now. It was uh, slappy. We should have goosebumps on loop for our party. Yeah. It's on loop. Yeah, I put it As out. of right now, it's on what, Netflix? I think it's on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I could keep going on and on about goosebumps, but we'll save that for another day. So, Mia, did you watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? I did, but not as much as I did watch as I watched um, Goosebumps. I did then start uh, around that time, start reading about spontaneous human combustion. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, people, I did too. I hope people really did just spontaneously combust. <laughs> I mean, how badass. If you were like in a group with like five people and then poof, they like just <laughs> fucking combusted. It would be outrageous. <laughs> Move to the back room. <laughs> Blow up. Yeah. It will surprise no one, given the nature of this show, that I'm really interested in that kind of unexplained phenomenon type stuff as well. So uh, I'm reading a book right now about Atlantis and uh, Loch Ness Monster and all that stuff, but uh, we'll get to that one day. Yeah, spontaneous human combustion, cool. But Are You Afraid of the Dark? I um, I don't think I ever watched it. I think when it was on, I was just too young and too scared. Um, although I definitely remember the... Um, the intro to it and not making it very far (laughs) because basically it's so funny looking back now it's just normal things at night with creepy music like here's a swing here's a playground (laughs) was it like Uh, under a spotlight or something uh, who knows that reminds me of the what was the other show that was like it was in Erie Indiana (laughs) Erie Indiana yeah I vaguely remember that show but i want to rewatch it um was that the one hey dude (laughs) dude. slightly different direction but same time period same time yeah camp on the wanna in our hearts um anyway (laughs) okay we're just going into early 90s nostalgia now What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Are you afraid of the dark? Um, uh, so they would all get together. I thought it was a great concept, though. They would all just get together in the night around a fire and they would tell stories. So cool stuff. But yeah, I kind of missed out on that one. I'd like to go back. I know there's one where um, something about a plumber, Zeke, Zeke the plumber, I think is the one that everyone remembers. Mm. Creepy guy. I don't know. Um, all right, let's move on to how about. So we got some TV shows. What about video games? Let's do get some video games. Justin, I see you've got one uh, here. Do you want to yeah. early video game memories? So, um, yeah, I mean, 
this one is maybe even not that uh wasn't necessarily that young but the resident evil games um kind of being in the dark kind of downstairs in the basement having it turned up and playing a shoot 'em up zombie game um and the other one that i remember is silent hill being like the soundtrack and kind of playing it in the dark and it being uh really frightening so those are the two that i recall because you would have like these like horrific looking monsters jump out of nowhere and you can like hear them breathing and then you have to shoot them quickly or they eat you mm -hmm. i'm a big fan of resident evil um that's that's another one we could go, go off on a tangent but uh i see you you must have I don't remember having those games as a little kid. You must have rented them or maybe you had them and mom made you hide them from me. I don't think it was, I mean, I think it was just like <laughs> later. I don't think it was like when I was like smaller. I think it was like mm. teens kind of time and okay. having them and just playing them in the dark and being kind of frightened by them. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember playing those as a kid. I had to get into those later, but uh, scary video games. Yeah, Resident Evil's great, of course. Um, the remasters that they put out on the PS4 and 5 are are also very good. Uh, I still need to play Resident Evil Village, waiting for it to go on sale. But uh, have you played Resident Evil 7 yet, either of you? Mm -mm. No, no. I played Resident Evil 4, and the ones that I remember when I was younger were actually the ones I would play at the arcade, like at Putt-Putt or whatever the... You know, wherever you would go, like, I can't remember. Every, every place has a, a different place where it's got, like, arcade and golfing yeah. and whatever. But I would play the Resident Evil games there um, where you have Are you thinking gun. of House of the Dead? Oh, yeah. yes. Exactly. House of the, House the other of one the that Dead. should have been on my list. Yeah, yeah that's when that one was yeah. creepy. But I did also play the Resident Evil games, even and even as an adult, I thought that was creepy yeah. when I played four and they would cut off my head with a chainsaw. It was mm -hmm. not fun. I was like, I would run away because I was like, no, because I hate this house. <laughs> also, uh, Resident Evil four. The, do you remember the regenerators? Those things the, that kind of wander around in the dark and. Oh my god, the ones that come out of like the ovens or like whatever those. Oh yeah, those are creepy. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Oh, but for me, video games, I remember uh, Twisted Metal. Ah, that's a good one. Yeah. Is that a card so, game? Is that yeah. a card game? Yeah, it's like that's a cool. card game, yeah. So for me, Twisted Metal, um, the big one was number two, Twisted Metal 2. And the game itself wasn't too scary. Um, the thing about the Twisted Metal games was the endings when you beat the... So before YouTube, everybody, um, you have to beat <laughs> the game over. <laughs> Some of you younger kids... You know, we got into the debate last time about DVDs. This time, uh, you, some of you just couldn't go on YouTube, look up the uh, the ending of a game, right? So if you have 10 characters and you want to know their ending, you have to just beat the game with all of them. Mm -hmm. um, and the Twisted Metal ones, the idea was, uh, if anybody doesn't remember, I wish they'd bring this series back. Uh, they're in this car combat game where they all have to, they have weaponized cars and they have to kill each other. And the winner gets any wish from this sort of demon-like creature. Uh, and of course, usually it's the evil genie story. So they were perverted some way, right? <laughs> um, they get twisted, uh, yeah, twisted metal. Um, nah. Mortal Kombat was another one that was kind of creepy. Mm -hmm. I used to play that with my dad. 
But yeah, Mortal Kombat is actually one of the first. Well, first let me finish Twisted Metal. Uh, Twisted Metal Black, though. Justin, did you play that one? Uh, I don't think so. I just remember the one for the PlayStation, the original PlayStation, and us playing it together. Yeah, we played that one a lot. That that's a game that needs a remaster, by the way. Um, But Twisted Metal Black was when they really took it in an all-out horror direction, and I remember being probably eight years old over at my friend's house and he had that game and the end stories on that one really traumatized me there's one where uh, a war a guy at war gets thrown into a deep pit in the ground with his um fellow soldier and he survives he has to eat him to survive um there's uh yeah that's that's pretty intense for a (laughs) eight-year-old um so yeah twisted metal black had a lot of stories like that that were really messed up so that was a good one all right um anybody else should we move on to some films save the books or do you want to go in books next what do you want to what topic do you want to hit next well i just want to talk about um so of course we we did a whole episode on scary stories to tell in the dark Mm -hmm. um i guess we can briefly talk about that one any any like um scariest story or picture because it's really the pictures in that book that you remember scarecrow drawings i was going back and looking at the covers the covers were really sc- creepy the ones got like the one mm-hmm. guy's head turning in one direction kind of thing it's like the clown, clown looking one. yeah and then one has like a scarecrow looking thing on it the but... lady um was creepy one of my favorite stories was the bride that got stuck in the trunk mm-hmm. yeah that was a good one um what else um yeah we did a whole episode on the scary story um well because of the movie we did on the movie i think last halloween right Mm -hmm. um but yeah go read those books again they were um um they were mainly scary the stories were scary but they were mostly scary because of the drawings as an adult a lot of those drawings are still scary and we were reading them as children so um (laughs) But yeah, you were talking about the scarecrow. There's the one where they Harold, Harold, right? Ah, that's yes, right. Yep. Harold. Because that made it into the movie, and they just abused the scarecrow until eventually it comes to life. Um, yeah. And oh, there were so many. But one series that I'd like to talk, get more attention to is the Short and Shivery. Do you guys remember the Short and Shivery books? No. I don't remember these. Uh-uh. Yeah, um, kind of the same idea, except a little longer. And these were more based in folklore. So you would get stories um, from all over the world. Oh, that's where, yeah, I think that's where my interest in like urban legends and folklore started. So the short and shivery books, if you like, um, if you like scary stories to tell in the dark, try and check that out. Any other books that really freaked you out as a kid? Um, I got into, in middle school, I my maybe middle school yeah it was middle middle school maybe high school i got into like books about serial killers mm-hmm. which i really enjoyed like i would read about jack the ripper and mm-hmm. ed gain and mm-hmm. jeffrey dahmer mm-hmm. and just it, it i was really cool i really loved my books and that's what i would get <laughs> yeah on serial killers it was just very fascinating I, I had one from elementary school that was like wasn't really meant to be a horror story necessarily, but it involved kind of ghosts and 
swapping time and like really stayed with me. It was like one of my early books that I read that stayed with me. It was called A Time for Andrew, uh, a ghost story. And the idea was there was like this kid who was like my age and his name was Andrew and he swapped spots with like a World War One uh, or... Uh, I think it was a World War One soldier, but someone in like the early 1900s and has to like live in his shoes and then is like struggling to get back to his his own life. Um, and it's sort of, uh, yeah, so it's like plays off ghosts and things and he's kind of a ghost in that time and someone's kind of a ghost in his time. Um, but that was that was one of the ones I read it in like elementary school that i really liked uh it was sort of i mean i'm sure if i went back and looked now it wouldn't even really be a horror but it was like a ghost story and it was this kid who went back in time and was fighting to get back to the current time so <clears throat> that's one that i remember do you guys remember tuck everlasting mm. yeah 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 not a scary story but some scary ideas and i remember though there is one part in the book where to prove the theory they can't die i think the father shoots himself in the head mm. <laughs> That's also kind of intense for a little kid. So yeah, we could go on and on about books. I still have quite a collection. Um, how about music, Justin? Uh, there's there's one I just want you to take. Go ahead and tell us about the the scary song that scared us both as kids. Song. Yeah. So there is this uh, song um, by the Charlie Daniels Band. And it was on like an early greatest hits cassette and CD of his. And it's called The Legend of Wooly Swamp. <laughs> and it's a story of this old man who lives out in the woods. And these kids come and kind of just take his money. He's like some old guy that lives out by himself. And everyone knows he's like kept all his money. And um, these guys come to like take his money. So they come up and they beat him up and they take his money and as they're getting ready to go they're trying to leave and they realize they're not running anywhere because they're running in quicksand and as they're as they're like going into the quicksand the the line like the way the song's done is they're like going in the quicksand and they can hear the old man's voice <laughs> and hear him laughing at them and you like hear and it's like this really creepy moment in the song of um the old man who was beat nearly to death getting his revenge on these punks who were trying to beat him up and uh and there's like the, the whole chorus is like um if you ever go down the woolly swamp you better not go at night there's things down there in the middle of them woods that would make a strong man uh something in fright die of fright yeah die, die of fright. fright that's what it is um and it's really i have to let you listen to it it's really really well done yeah the woolly legend of the woolly swamp thank that, that that one's probably is that dad's fault that's probably dad's fault uh, uh yeah charlie daniels could be dad's fault it could just be our own fault given culture at the time it's yeah. the same fiddle guy this is devil went down to georgia everybody the devil went down to georgia charlie daniels okay who passed away about a year ago. Rest in peace, Charlie Daniels. Uh, you know, blah, 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 culture, politics, blah, blah, blah. Great music. So, um, yeah. yeah, Legend of the Woolly Swamp. Also, I have one. 
this is so ridiculous. But again, back to our baby sister, uh, baby sister. <laughs> the baby one sister. that we don't have. Because <laughs> right. Jared and I took care of her. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, there was no. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh the other. So oh, before we go, the lyric I found it. So it goes: If you ever go back in the woolly swamp, son, you better not go at night. There's things out there in the middle of them woods that make a strong man die from from fright. There's things that crawl and things that fly and things that creep around on the ground. And they say the ghost of Lucius Clay gets up and it walks around. But I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I just right, right. Find out for myself. That's yeah, it's, it's a creepy little song. Um, creepy song. What else? There was one that scared me. The night the light, uh, the night the lights went out in Georgia. Yeah, that one freaked me out as a kid. Uh, it's just about murder. Um, yeah. And then, but anyways, going back to our babysitter, uh, babysitter's house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's Reba, Mac Reba McIntyre. You heard her do that song live. I don't yeah yeah it's like um it goes like um oh man that's the night the lights went out in georgia that's the night they hung an innocent man well don't trust your soul to no backwoods southern lawyer because the judge in the town's got blood stains on his hands andy anyways I'm like, okay yes also scared me as a kid but yeah. this one this is uh it took me a long time to find this years later i wanted to figure out who it was so I think it's actually yes, it's a, a Christian a Christian singer. His name was Carmen. Okay, he wrote. I was listening to some Carmen recently. Over really? Oh, that's weird. I don't want no more monsters in my house tonight. <laughs> oh, is that it? Is that the one you're going with? Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! I re was listening to the album from when we were kids, like I don't know, like a month ago. <laughs> it's <Why>? so bad. <laughs> Uh, I don't want no more monsters. And he was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, sorry, Jared. I'm gonna have to share this with Mia now." <laughs> yeah, not right now. We're doing a podcast. Not right now, but like soon. I think the wine is finally starting to kick in for Justin. Um, <laughs> but anyways, let me tell the story. Um, <laughs> no monster in my house. Uh, it was just on the TV one time there, and. Uh, yeah, it's just like a black and white. It's like a tribute to old monster movies. And there's like uh, ghosts and monsters. It's very silly if you watch it. But as a little kid, it freaked me out. So that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> um, what else? Um, oh, there's one more. This one's kind of obscure. Where's Your Head At by Basement Jacks. I don't know why anyone would remember that. But um, it's this sort of like uh dance uh electronic kind of song i guess by a group called basement jacks where's your head at and the music video freaked me out again i saw it as a little kid basically they they find this sort of secret laboratory where they're doing experiments and you find out at the end that they're putting people's heads on monkeys and everybody google that go on youtube and look up the music video for where's your head at at basement jacks there's another one, because um, I would watch, you know, late at night, kind of stuff you're not supposed to watch, like MTV's top 10 most controversial videos or whatever. I'm sure you guys remember that. Um, and one of them was a song called, it's called Rock DJ 
by Robbie Williams. Oh my Williams. God, Robbie Williams. I love that song. We just listened Robbie to that song like, like nights ago. Oh yeah, the video is insane. Okay. So in the video, the guy goes and he's basically being ignored by all the people. It's like a skating rink or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he starts doing increasingly ridiculous things to get attention. He starts taking off his clothes and dancing. He eventually ends up naked. And then <laughs> to take it to another level, he starts ripping off his own flesh, okay, and throwing it at people. Yeah. And he just keeps ripping off his own flesh until he's nothing but a skeleton. Yeah. And like all his body is on everyone else. It's really weird. It's really weird. And it's an upbeat, fun song, you know? It's just I like a silly pop song. It's so good. <laughs> I, don't I can't. I can't that. wait to share no more monsters DJ. with you. I'm so yeah. excited to share this with me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I kind of like the song too. All right, we're 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 running near the end here. Does anybody else have anything else they want to talk about? Uh, Stuff that freaked you out as a kid. In my house. I don't think I had any scary songs, scary Ooh. theme songs. I guess maybe Michael Myers. It's the monster um, mash. Michael Myers' little theme song when uh, you would hear it, that was creepy. Uh, um, because you can identify it immediately. You know exactly. Do, 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 do. Twilight Zone. No. That's the one that I think of. Oh, Twilight Zone is a good one. Uh, I would automatically change it as a kid. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, oh my God, no, no, no. Change it, change it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the one last thing I want to talk about before we start to wind up here is the first movie that really freaked me out. Um, and we have to we have to cover this one at some point, but I'll go ahead and tell the story now. Uh, Candyman. Anybody remember Candyman? I haven't I have seen, not the seen any of the candy. Have you seen, oh goodness. Well, it, it's um, uh, to keep it short, our parents were pretty re, re, uh, uh, pretty protective when we were kids, and I had never seen a real horror movie and I've never seen a real rated R movie. Okay. I wasn't allowed to watch most PG 13 movies. I'm probably eight years old. So I went over to a sleepover one time at some friends and they decide to watch Candyman, which is based on a Clive Barker story. Um, and basically it's sort of a bloody Mary type thing. There's a lot more to it, but you say his name in the mirror five times and he comes and kills you and it's a good movie and it's terrifying. I was messed up for weeks. <laughs> uh, literally messed up, like constantly scared for a long time. Um, so that was my, that actually put me off scary stuff for a long time. Uh, because before that, I was reading the books. I like Goosebumps. But after watching that movie, I didn't want nothing to do with being scared for a very long time. And I didn't until I was like 12 years old, probably got back into horror. So um yeah, although I finally met a year or two ago, I met Tony Todd, who plays the Candyman. I told him that story. Like, man, yeah, that's cool. I saw this movie when I was way too young. Um, he was like, how old were you? It's like, eight. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, uh, so, Justin, um, so for me, it was Child's Play. For me, it was Candyman. Justin, what was the first real scary movie you saw that freaked you out? Yeah, I'm... I'm not going to remember, man. Um, the earliest I can remember being like scared for a significant amount of time afterwards was the ring. Um, hmm. It's not, there had to be things earlier, I'm sure. Um, but the ring is the one that I remember like really sticking with me and leaving me frightened. Um, 
for like a real amount of time. And it's because there it was like, it was like after Granny May had died and I had just moved downstairs by myself and there was a mirror in the bathroom. I've told the story when we did, uh, uh, I guess when we did the ring. Um, but mm -hmm. that's, that's the one for me that I remember the earliest I can remember being kind of frightened uh, from a movie that stuck with me. I'm sure there are others from earlier, but that's the earliest I can remember. Puppet Master was another one for me. Puppet Master was one for you. Puppet Master. That first movie, I've only seen the first one, but the first Puppet Master is a good movie, I think. Um, so for me, it's definitely dolls. And Mia, there's a word for that. Um, <laughs> no, really, there's an actual word for that. <laughs> uh, I'm probably going to say it wrong. Automatonophobia. Okay. Automatonophobia. Um, and I, because I have that too with that anything. Automatons, things that shouldn't be automatons becoming automatons? Sort of, yeah. Um, and there's a couple of words that I could have used that are all related. This one is basically uh, um, things that look alive but aren't mm -hmm. or shouldn't be alive, like ventriloquist dummies, dolls, mannequins. That stuff freaks me out. Yeah. Um, yeah, even like if I go to someone's house and they have a, but it's not a major thing, but like a, people who have a lot of dolls in their house, if I'm there, I'm like, I don't really like this. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. And there was one place, um, Justin, you might remember this, one some back road in Georgia or in the deep south where we went by one of those convenience stores and they had a couple of little dolls, puppets outside and the owner had a thing where he could press a button and it would move and surprise people. Ooh. Do you remember that? I don't remember this, but he had this these two old puppet doll looking things, you know, a very southern like wooden shack kind of store, and uh, you would come outside and uh, there's just these two dolls and they look creepy and everyone would go and check them out and then he'd press a button and they would move, you know. So I love that though. I want to have a store like that. Let's have a store like that. <laughs> I get some boiled peanuts. Yeah, some boiled peanuts. Mm. Good and stuff. A and a farm. Do either of you have um, a legitimate phobia? No. I don't think no? so. No. Uh, here's, so I have that one a little bit. Like I said, it's not too bad, but it is a, a thing where stuff like that mm. bothers me. It's kind of similar to clowns. You know, people are afraid of clowns because it's kind of human, kind of not. Uh, but the other one is trypophobia. And everybody, if you Google it, it's your own fault. Um, <laughs> trypophobia is the own, is the fear, <laughs> sounds so weird, fear of many, many small circles. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you guys are there. Go ahead and Google it. I think I've seen it. And yeah. Yeah, if you uh, fear or disgust of closely packed holes is a better way of saying it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. But go, go ahead, Google it. It's some freaky stuff. It makes you think of disease. Like I'm Googling it right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't like those things. Like the third image is the one that I was floating around on social media for a while. It was like kind of a pulsating, lots of little holes. Oh, yeah. I don't like yeah. those. Strawberries? So, are kind of like yeah, they're fine oh, but those oh. things i don't like those things like those things right there uh that's yeah uh, yeah uh, a good example would be like uh uh wasp nest hornet's nest mm -hmm. where it's just all those little circles and there's hundreds of them oh when and... it's on people's body it's so bad oh it's so bad yes people's bodies oh that's so bad it does give me yeah. chills 
Yeah, it really, really makes me uncomfortable. So anytime, that's one thing in a horror movie, any kind of diseased flesh like that. Uh, Ooh, cabin in the Woods. No, not Cabin in the Woods. I think it's like Cabin Fever. Cabin Fever, yeah, the ah! Eli Roth film. Yeah, so I'm just going to click away from that right now. We get flesh eating bars. Uh, make it stop. Okay, we found a fear. That's so bad. I know where it comes from, I think. There was, uh, uh, maybe I shouldn't say this. Rotten.com. Okay, people from our age will remember this website. Rotten.com was a shock website. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows how much of it was real, who much, how much of it wasn't. Older people, they have faces of death. Our, our generation has uh, Rotten.com, where you would see at least allegedly real gore stuff. Yeah. Um, and some of it was, of course, fake. And I saw a picture one time involving this and a person's body. And that's all I'm going to get into. Um, <laughs> and it freaked me out so bad that, uh, yeah, I think till this day, Stuff like that really makes me uncomfortable. So I have have one faces of death video that I like stumbled across as like an early teen. Um, And some of that stuff would stay with you too, um, for the record. What is it? (laughs) I mean, so it was like, it was supposedly videos of people being killed. Oh, Um, yeah. There was one or two that I watched before I like got wiser. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. It's like what you know, someone's like head being sawed off. It's supposed to be like real. Oh my god. And then someone being shot in the head. It's supposed to be real. Um Ugh. yeah. Awesome. Or like terrorist videos, beheading, stuff like that. Yeah, you know. Someone said you're like, dude, you gotta see this. You're like, ah <laughs> okay, I didn't have let's like that. <laughs> yeah. The beheading videos are an interesting one. I mean, it's up for a whole other episode, but I, I really went back and forth about what to do with these videos myself uh, when ISIS was kind oh, of yeah. Yeah, yeah. becoming a thing because it was like, do you watch them? Because like you want to sort of know what your worldview's up against, <laughs> but right. also like, do you really want to watch them? And I watched the very first one that was like mainstream, where they cut the guy's head off, and I didn't. I just decided not to watch them after that. That it was too much for me. Yeah, I like to. First, stick with um, the pretend stuff for the most part. <laughs> um, yeah, because that stuff can really mess you up when you see something real and then you go down to that dark place of how horrible humanity can be and it's hard to come back from that. <laughs> so um, you just don't come back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> see, okay. Spiders. Spiders scare me. Uh, spiders, uh, they don't scare me too much. No, I think any fear as an adult, mine would be like losing my mind. Yeah, like dementia, Alzheimer's, something like that. Yeah, just just not remembering anything, just like losing it. Just yeah. We'll be good to you. You'll be good to me. Yeah. Have you guys ever had? Okay, this is the last subject, and then we will stop. Um, I may do a whole video or something on this at one point because sleep paralysis. Are you familiar with that? Oh my gosh, I am. Has that happened to you, Mia? Yes, a long time. Okay. Uh, do you, it sounds like maybe you don't want to tell your story. It <laughs> <laughs> was like too much trauma, Jared, too much. I used to experience sleep paralysis a lot several years ago. I haven't had it in a long time, uh, but mine would happen a lot when I, a, a lot of the dreams are based more like uh they had like religious connotations where it would be terrifying for me like 
sometimes it would feel like a very out of body experience. And I could almost see myself in the bed as someone was like, that I can identify started then like climbing into my bed, which is really Mm -hmm. weird, but I would wake up. And of course no one was there, but I've gotten, even when I work through those, which were dreams were really interesting to me was that I also became conscious that I was having them and that they were just dreams. Mm -hmm. And so I would wake myself up um, and the severity of them changed. And I haven't had one in a really long time. Also, I'm not religious. I'm actually. (laughs) But anyways, so would you actually have the paralysis like where you can't move when you're trying to move? Okay. Yeah, I have had this as well. It's something I dealt with for a while. It was becoming kind of a problem, but I haven't had them in a long time either. Where So, okay, we should back up a little bit. If you don't know what sleep paralysis is, uh, it can be a couple of similar experiences. Usually, though, people are aware that they're asleep or find themselves in bed and want to move, but physically cannot move. Um, And sometimes people will uh, see or feel an evil presence, like someone in the room, a demon, something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, I never think, you know, very glad. I never saw anything, but I would have these very, very long experiences where I'm laying in bed trying to move and just i'm paralyzed i can't move i can't get up uh and it seems like that lasts for an extremely long time you know uh and usually it's, it starts off in like a nightmare and something bad's happening in the nightmare i think a lot of people have had that dream where they're running and they can't move fast enough uh, and then i'm sort of a i'm going back and forth between dreaming and being awake and i'm trying to wake up and i just can't yeah it's uh that to me uh that, that, that's close to hell, right? Um, just yeah. being in that situation. And there's confusion too. You're confused. You don't completely understand what's going on. Um, yeah, so sleep yeah. paralysis, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> in between sleep cycles where your body is already kind of like just relaxed and but your mind is like now switching on and you're trying to move everything, but you can't move anything. And you're just like, come on, move, you gotta do it. You know, mm-hmm. it feels like you're putting the force of everything that you can to move and you just can't. It's, it would be very terrifying for me. I haven't had it in a really long time. Yeah, me either. I'm sure it's somehow related to stress. Yeah, but, it is. Uh, <laughs> it's related to stress. No monsters <laughs> in my house. All right. Um, so... That's about pretty much the end here. Um, Can't wait I to think... see the Monsters video. It's so good. Jared, you have to hang on after the recording and listen to the No Monsters. I'll share the screen with you. <laughs> Not volunteer. So, <laughs> so we have just finished five episodes Woo! in one month. So thanks Here's for doing that with me, guys. Yeah. Um, we are going to go kind of slow for the rest of the year now. Halloween's our big time period, obviously. Uh, I plan on getting out just the whole hitting the big holidays till the end of the year. I want to do a New Year's video, a uh, video, a New Year's episode, um, a Christmas episode. And the next one we're going to do is going to be a Thanksgiving episode, possibly the first Thanksgiving themed horror movie. This is 1972's Blood Freak. Ooh. Let me say that again. 1972 Blood Freak. Good luck finding this one, everybody. Um, I, I don't know. You may have to do like a deep dive on YouTube or something. It's hard to find, but it is one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen. And possibly the first 
Thanksgiving horror movie. So we'll see you back in what a month with that. And everybody, happy Halloween again and Halloween. goodbye. Happy goodbye. Halloween. Enjoyed Bye. it.